You are listening to episode 70. And I also would like to introduce today the Okiki Video Bootcamp. Yes, I will be launching a course, which I will have a wait list in the show notes, and I will be launching some group coaching as well. I know there has been a lot of requests lately of people wanting to learn how can they create content for their own brands. And so I'm looking forward to bringing you along in the journey with that. If that's something that you've wanted to gain skills and techniques on, this will be for you. You'll learn systems on how to create content effectively and efficiently and have more time for yourself in the process while reaching your clients. Again, you can find the information for the Okiki Video Bootcamp in the show notes below. On today's episode, I get to interview a very amazing guest. His name is Christopher Powell, and he is a groundbreaking mathematician, businessman, and motivational speaker who just happens to have cerebral palsy. And in spite of all those challenges, he is an inspiration to many. He is one of America's top emerging disability awareness speakers, as well as the founder of Reaching New Heights, LLC, and Math Tutoring Experts, LLC. So he both does public speaking and he also runs a math tutoring experts program. So he is doing so much to change the lives of people and really nurturing confidence and being able to help people overcome their obstacles. Not only this, but he is currently finishing a book and as I'm speaking today, hopefully it's already out, called Overcoming Challenges in the Four Phases of Life, Success Stories from Top Leaders and Entrepreneurs, Volume 1, African American Edition. So as of today, that should be out. And trust me, as you listen to this episode, you will be inspired as I was and just get to know the amazing personality of Chris Powell on today's episode. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fian O'Brien. everyone and welcome to the Okiki podcast and today I have the honor of having a very special guest Christopher Powell who's actually a groundbreaking mathematician businessman and motivational speaker who happens to have cerebral palsy and at the same time he is doing so many tremendous works and overcoming so much in fact he is one of America's top emerging disability awareness speakers, and he's the founder of Reaching New Heights and Math Tutoring Experts. And for over 20 years, he has been a coordinator of mathematics learning at Montgomery College. And so I have a lot of respect for that because math has always been a personal challenge for me. 
I won't lie. That wasn't my favorite subject in high school, but I really have a lot of respect for people who can get into it and get passionate about it. And uh, yeah, of course, he holds a bachelor's degree in mathematics from the University of Maryland. And he was also awarded the Dean's Award for Mathematic Achievement. So I'm really excited to have you on the show and just talk more about you more about your life. How did you get here? What was your path? And how did you get so passionate about mathematics and teaching in general? Oh, thank you. I was born with you know, CP. And this condition basically is neurological. And um, I never had used my hands that well or my, I, I could walk, but at times I would take a, a fall here or two. And, you know, my desire was to always learn how to get better despite my condition. So I decided that from my educational process that math was one thing that I enjoyed doing. And math gave me kind of an outlet to kind of forget about my condition for a little while and focus on, you know, what I had to do in the classroom. So one day I just thought about how math has a lot of problems that need to be solved. If I can find ways to solve problems in math, can I translate that to find problems to solve in my own life? And step by step, I started to realize that I could. It was a long process that took decades to learn how to do things step by step and not just by, oh, aha, if I do things a little bit different like this, maybe I can find a solution to my problem. So that's where my love of mathematics came from. That's awesome. And I like how you, it was beyond the love of math itself, but it even became a mindset, it sounds like, so that you apply it to life. Because I know with math, it is solving problems and thinking differently of how do I address this and then being able to apply that to different areas of your life. So I guess, how did you take it then from something that you were doing as a passion for yourself to going yeah, I'm going to now teach this to other people and maybe I can create something out of this. What was the journey to that? Well, basically, one thing that I learned was that even though I had my own condition as an educator and someone that loved helping people, I realized that we all had challenges that we all had to face. And I saw that in my in general. I said, wow, you know, if I have what they had, wow, I could go, you know, imagine like what could be done but if i think if i had what you had i could be doing the same thing so it was kind of a strange kind of twist but that kind of led me to helping people and then decided to like start branch out and start my own companies and just learn how to use my voice and my experiences and a lot of the pain that i had to go through to kind of help others to show them to say hey you know you may have your challenges but a little adjustment in your lifestyle you can overcome that and you can really do more than what you think you can. Yeah. So what kind of got you thinking that way? Because it's really cool that you were like, yeah, like, you know what? There are steps that you can take to make tweaks, to make certain things a little easier, a little better, or a little more efficient. So did you have any mentors in your life or were you really into like personal development? Like what kind of got you in that headspace to think this way and then lead this way? Well, I mean, definitely I had a lot of mentors, my childhood teachers that I knew. I had great friends. And basically what it came down was either I had a choice that I could just accept this condition and just kind of live with the status quo of what was, uh, what others, you know, had indicated of what my life 
be, or I could just go out and just be really aggressive and take chances and try to explore and just see what I could do. Sometimes I would do things that were very, very big and things that maybe I shouldn't have been, you know, trying to attempt. But I said, well, what do I have to lose? You know, no one's going to really think that I could do it anyway. So go ahead and go for it. I guess I was really blessed with a really ambitious and, and create, you know, I don't want to say courageous, but, you know, kind of a bold spirit and just trying things. I mean, the thing that I always say is that I always try to think things through first. One thing I mentioned that I like to say in my speeches is that, you know, use what I call forward thinking. Think about what you're going to do before you do it and see what kind of pitfalls you may have to end up being in before you actually do it. And also think about the success that you may have playing around that and then choose a path that you think is best and try it. And if it doesn't work, go back and tweak it, try something else, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So really just going for things, seeing how it goes, but thinking it through ahead of time, but also not allowing your own hesitation to stop you, it sounds like, because you just don't know what you can do until you try. You don't know. You don't know until you try it. And a lot of times, you know, I think for human beings in general, it's always easier to be negative than positive. So we have to kind of reinforce that positive aspect of our lives and really give ourselves credit and kind of build on that and let that strengthen us for, you know, future endeavors that we can look back on and say, hey, I did it before I could do it again. Yeah. So I have a few questions here too, is when you started, when you knew that this was something you wanted to teach, this is something you wanted to do. When you started your company, what was some of the initiatives you took to really create that brand, that story, that mission? And what was your biggest obstacle in launching that to the world? Well, the first thing that I must say is that I have really great coaches and mental business coaches that really gave me encouragement and also gave me a reality check that it wasn't going to be easy. I think when we have these big ideas and big adventures and goals, we need to set small steps. As I say, bring the best start small. So I had to be realistic on my time frame and how that was going to be done because any kind of business adventure takes time, it takes capital, it takes patience. So basically, I began my, you know, uh, reaching new heights as a motivational speaking company and basically just took it step by step, try to get a website, try to get a couple of speeches, try to get SEO and try to get other people that could understand about my company. And eventually I got a couple of speeches that were really cool. So every little step kind of gave me more confidence. And doing my math company, same same principle, which is patience and uh, trying to grow my business. But I would just say the main thing is just set small goals. Know that it's not going to be easy, that things take a long time to develop as I'm still developing now. But I always mention this also that you always have to have a love for what you're doing that's greater than your obstacles. Because you have any kind of thing that you want to accomplish, you have to accept the fact that there are going to be obstacles, challenges that you're going to have to deal with. So if you're willing to deal with those obstacles, no matter what they are, and that your love for your, what you're doing is bigger than your obstacle, you're on the right path. That's great. Got a lot of out of that, actually, like dream big, start small. So I'm definitely going to keep that <laughs> quote with me, because <laughs> I think when you have a lot of ideas, right, and just thinking of like, 
when we're recording this episode, it's in January, the new year. And often that's something that holds a lot of people back. They have these big goals, but they're not seeing it happen right away. Right. And then they want to quit because they're like, oh, well, maybe it was just a bad idea or maybe it's just going wrong. Mm -hmm. And so just how to strategically go through that. I also wanted to talk a little bit more along those lines in how you went about even doing motivational speaking, because that's a big feat in itself. (laughs) Just generally, it's hard to be picked, you know, as a speaker, it's hard to get known. So again, because you talked about like building the site and doing the SEO and finding those accomplished speeches, like what was even your process of doing that? Because that's even fascinating to me, just seeing how people get into the speaking world in general. Well, I mean, I, I remember just having my site up and um, the one of my speeches was at my former um, University of Maryland. And once I spoke at the uh, University of Maryland Neurological kind of group center conference with some students that were all interested in the brain and they invited me to be a speaker. So I was so pumped up for that. It was really cool. And for me, you know, because of my condition, I have so many things that I have to be aware of and take care of. I was my, you know, getting my attire. And if I can't get it right, the right attire, I have to have someone to help dress me. And then I had to get my, it was this before pandemic and trying to get a taxi and trying to, uh, you know, get to the right location. You know, my walking has to be sharp and my, you know, because I don't want to have any balance issues. There's so many dichotomies that just kind of get in my way. But the thing about it is once I got there and I saw all the the students and they were so happy to have me there and to see me, it made it almost wild. And then they're sharing my story about having certain palsy and just, uh, you know, the whole nine yards is all worth the whole struggle, you know. That's really incredible. So it was really like kickstarting doing that. And that kind of opened up more doors. And also for your math company, I just wanted to ask too, what made you want to start your own and what makes it unique from other math programs that help people really develop in math? Well, I think my company really unique is my experience because having my condition, I can't write. So even during my education, I had to have people that would help me scribe. So all of my college time, I had to arrange people that could write down what I was saying because if they didn't have the right knowledge or symbols, they wouldn't know what I was saying, especially my classes that were upper level. If I said to you, find the epsilon greater than zero, then there exists a delta greater than zero, you might say, huh, what is this guy talking about? So I had to find graduate students help me write down what I was you know, discussing. So I think going back to my company in particular now, is that I like to give students encouragement and just kind of guide them through the problems and help them to realize that they can do math and it's possible. So no matter what they may think, I think when they see me and see my story, it kind of gives them a pause to say, you know, if this guy can do it without any hands, uh, okay. Okay, what is my, you know, what's my issue if I can write and I can think, I can learn and he can help me. So really there's, I kind of believe that it helps them to kind of believe that they can do my facts. 
that's really incredible. So for you as a teacher, what was like the biggest surprise you experienced from one of your students that you would say is like kind of a huge turnaround? Like, for example, you know, maybe a student came in and they really thought they were horrible at math, for example. In your experience, what has been like the most surprising, I guess, transformation with one of your students that have gone through your program? Well, I guess I'd say my employment and my, you know, over 20 years experience there, I had a lot of students that really have come into the math center and just had no confidence whatsoever. And by just, I think, repetition, having students to come in and to see me and to work with me and to go through their problems, growing their confidence, helping them to kind of like, in a sense, a bird's nest with one bird and, and big bird and big bird learns how to fly away eventually. That's how it's been for me over the years that you know, I'm working as a, as a uh, instructional coordinator, helping my students to learn, just growing their confidence, giving them strategies that they can, mainly studying strategies that they can use and giving them belief on what exactly they want to do with their life and helping them to grow as individuals. And um, I think over time, you know, anytime you have consistency with any kind of student or program, they'll start to understand a little more about what your philosophy is. It'll kind of rub off on them a little bit. And eventually you'll see growth in their development and their confidence. And you'll be amazed that over time, they'll be totally, you know, transformed from the time that, that you first met them. Yeah, that's really great. And yeah, it's very exciting to hear how it sounds like it's a very like nurturing kind of experience, as mm-hmm. opposed to just tutoring. It sounds like you're really about the individual growing through the process. Oh, definitely. For sure. And I also wanted to get into the fact that you actually finishing a book called Overcoming Challenges in the Four Phases of Life. Success Stories from Top Entrepreneurs, Volume 1, African-American Edition. So, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, so what inspired you to start this book? And can you give us a little background behind that? Well, on my website, OvercomeYourLimits.com, I was a podcaster. And I had the blessing to interview a lot of great people. So one day I just thought about, I said, you know, a lot of my guests have such incredible wisdom and knowledge. What if I could just take some of these inter- interviews and put them into a compilation and make this a book? And then my coach was like, hey, you know, Chris, make different niches. So I said, okay, let me go ahead and first start with the African-American version. So I decided to uh, contact some African-American leaders, entrepreneurs, persons such as uh, Dr. George Frazier, Lynette Cox, personal expert, finance expert, Dr. Willie Jolly, and others. And I decided to go ahead and conduct an interview with each of these persons and put all of their interviews into a book. And my book, like you mentioned, is called Overcoming Challenges in the Four Phases of Life. And the four phases of life in my book are getting started, low point, plateau, and reinvention. So the readers who read my book, they can go to any particular section of my book that any kind of time in their life, and they can see excerpts of what my guests had to go through when they were first getting started with the business. Mm. Or they could check out a part where they had a really hard obstacle that they had to overcome. 
wanted to go to this section and where they just decided that they wanted to make a change in their life or career and they could go to that section. So each section is tailor-made for for each reader to dive into in their own particular experience at their own particular time. It's very interesting. I'm definitely interested in that book. And I'll have to check out the podcast too. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. For sure. For sure. And so I just wanted to say, what would you say to someone, or even if you could speak to your younger self or anyone who's up and coming, who's like, you know, I also want to try and do public speaking, or I want to start a company, but I'm just way too scared, or I do not feel equipped to do this. What would be kind of like some small steps that you would take them through to like start that process for themselves? Well, like I mentioned, I always first say it's dream big and start small. And the second thing is, don't reinvent the wheel. Align yourself with coaches that can help assist you. I have a couple of great coaches and mentors that have helped me through my process. And they have really helped me through all the obstacles, ups and downs, you know, turnarounds that I had to go through. So that's the first thing I, I would, the first and second thing I would say. Um, the third thing I would say is just have patience. <laughs> have lots of patience because it's not gonna be easy anybody that says that you know just starting business and being a success nah it doesn't work like that no 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 it takes time and patience because you're gonna hit obstacles you're gonna hit you know um barriers that you got walk around think through but those obstacles and barriers are only gonna strengthen you so don't you know i i, I wouldn't say don't get down but don't stay down because mm. uh, that, that's the important thing. We all have moments where we get down on ourselves. But just know that it's part of the process and that you will get through this step by step. Uh, other than that, I would just say uh, just believe in yourself. That's the main thing. Because, I mean, they're gonna have, like I mentioned, you're going to have good days be like on top of the wall. And some days the wall's on top of you. That's just part of the process of life. You just have to accept both realities, but just realize that you can learn both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really great advice and also in terms of even pivoting and the pandemic I don't know what it's like on your side of the continent <laughs> but where I am in Canada it's a little bit more you know locked down but I was curious did much change for you in terms of your program offerings or even you doing speaking uh, were you doing more virtual gigs I'm, I'm curious what did that look yeah. like and uh, during all of this well, I, I love that you use the word pivoting because that's exactly what has happened, you know, to to us. I think as as people, as far as my my um my my mentality has now, you know, shifted from you know trying to travel and get around to now thinking about doing more virtual speaking podcasts like yours that are virtual. And really, for me, because of my condition, it's kind of giving me an opportunity to really to do even more now because now I'm like okay. I don't have to worry about necessarily getting on playing anymore. If I can create a virtual platform, I can just walk out of my home and just have relatively the same impact. Hmm. You know, and just that this was all the, uh, you know, the shaking their hands you know, part. But uh, it's been an adjustment. It's been, I can't say it's been easy, but it's been um, something that you just have to adjust to and realize that we're in transition, you know. Not to really fear it, but just embrace it. Continue to grow. Uh, I don't think we should let any circumstance uh, 
slow us down. It's just an adjustment. And you just have to grow as you grow, grow, as, grow as you go. Yeah, for sure. And the final question I have for you is what do you value the most about the position that you're in today and the leadership role that you have today? Well, I feel very honored because of my, you know, just knowing my experience with having certain pause and just understand all the nooks and crannies that go into having this condition and knowing that I've been blessed to kind of know how to navigate my way through all my challenges and knowing that with this this blessing that it comes with responsibility to helping others, to help them with their challenges and to help them, you know, to be an example to show them that, hey, you can make it through your challenges. It's just uh, mindset, preparation, ambition, passion, desire, all of those wonderful attributes that got to get you through and go to take you to the next step. So, you know, even though we're kind of locked down and kind of, you know, in some respects isolated, use this time to grow yourself and to, uh, you know, just to get to that next level in your life, because it's still possible. Great words of wisdom and awesome hearing your story. Thank you so much for sharing and for the multi-talents that you have shared today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just very excited to see this book, especially as well, given the topics even and how it's about overcoming challenges. I know with the Okiki podcast, you just fit right in because at the podcast, we're really about helping people to see the ups and downs of someone's story so that they themselves mm-hmm. can begin their own journey towards their passion. Right. So I'm really excited to have you on here today oh, thank and you. for your inspirational story. Thanks so much thank for you. sharing with the audience today. My pleasure. I, I thank you for your wonderful work and uh, may everything that you desire come your way. Thank you. You're welcome.